0: Welcome to the Co-Founders Show. I'm Delphine Koal, your host and the co-founders coach. In this third season, I'm exploring the root cause of tensions and conflicts in the co-founders relationship. Whether you just started your partnership or have been going for a few years now, this episode is here to help. Allez, on y va! Let's dig into our next episode. Enjoy the show! Bonjour and welcome back to the co Show. So it's now our ninth episode of this series, exploring the root cause of conflict between business partners. And I would not say that the order of those episodes actually follows the order of importance because what we're going to talk about today is so important. I actually thought I've covered it already and I was surprised that I haven't as it's such a key one. It shows you how organized I am really. And actually something that many partners think about, but still too many don't they don't get clarity over their respective roles and responsibilities in the business. So, what is so important about that theme? You've embarked on this entrepreneurial journey together, perhaps as old friends or former colleagues, there's trust, there is friendship and a shared vision. But as you work on the direction of your business, a pivotal conversation often gets lost And it's a discussion on roles and responsibilities. Sometimes it can be obvious from the start. For example, one of you may have the technical skills with an engineering or software development background. And the other one has more of a commercial or management background. So naturally, one of you will be concentrating on developing the product or the app, whatever that is, and the other one on the positioning and promotion of the offering. Sometimes it's not that obvious. Maybe you join forces in this business with similar backgrounds. So I have a few examples around me. For example, two coaches. I don't know if you know them from the coaching crowd, Joe and Zoe. They're both executive coaches and they're both co-founders of a coaching training organization. Or another example is the sisters, Jacobi. Two sisters I've interviewed on this podcast, actually. They run a marketing agency and they both have a marketing background. So in those two cases, both co-founders equally serve their clients. So how do they organize for the running of the business? Because there's actually different areas that you need to lead when you run a business. In any case... Whether the split of hold and responsibilities seem natural or not, it is absolutely critical to spend time clarifying who will be in charge of what. And with this, what decision process to set up in your respective areas of responsibilities. So for example, the sisters Jacobis that I mentioned, who run a marketing agency in Monaco, they have an organigram of who's talking the lead of which function, and I really like that. They talked about it in their interview on the podcast, and I found it really interesting because they did agree, based on their preference, so one of them is a CFO, because she's good with numbers, she has a discipline to follow payments in and out of the business, and the other one is a CMO, so she's a chief marketing officer, so she takes the leads on the communication strategy for their business. And they made it very clear on their organigram, even though it's just the two of them, they don't have any employees, they have an organization chart and each function has their initial under it. And within each area, within each function, they agreed what decision they would take by themselves, what decision they would inform the other one and what decision they would consult the other part. So it's all very clear. Now, you may not need to have that level of clarity, but if you don't have any clarity, then there is a real risk that it creates confusion at some point. And as we know, confusion creates misunderstanding, which can then lead to tensions and conflicts. And we don't want that. So let me give you an example. I've worked with quite a few clients now who haven't done that exercise to sit down and clarify their respective roles. They're both involved in all the areas with no cleared lead or boundaries. So one may take the lead because, you know, he's a founder, he sees an opening and has ideas to move forward. He's taking initiatives and he feels he's doing his job as a founder. But then the other one may feel left out or not consulted, and he wants to get involved, but he doesn't know how now that the train is running. And what can happen is to feel involved, he will start to question what the other one is doing by literally asking questions and justifications. And that may not be well received by the partner who's moving forward because he may feel interrupted in his flow, maybe judged or criticized. So then it may become defensive, or worse, continue to do what he's doing while totally ignoring and avoiding involving his partner. Getting clear on who is in charge of what, who takes the lead on which function, and how you interact in each other's area of responsibility is a key foundation of any business partnership. And it does evolve. Things change, they don't stay the same forever. So whatever you decide at the beginning of your partnership won't last forever. You will have to review regularly. A symptom of not having clear roles and responsibilities is when tensions build up and questions start to come, such as, why are you doing this? When one of you start questioning what the other one is doing. Questioning is a good thing. You need to challenge each other. But then there is constructive challenge and there is non-constructive challenges which come up when the relationship starts to be strained. And then it starts to be a blame game and I've seen it many times. That's a key symptom when the challenge turns into a blaming game. So if you are early days, it's a perfect time to sit down and define clearly your hold and responsibilities and commit that it will get reviewed, say, in a year time. Some partners do it very naturally and some don't. But if you're in that tense place where you are fighting each other over decisions and every little things, how can you restore the right level of communication and review those holds and responsibilities? That definitely requires a discussion. And if the state of your relationship got quite bad, it does take courage to organize it. But that's your first step to resolve the issue. So here are three questions I can suggest to help you and your business partner guide that conversation in a way which leaves the blame at the door. Question one. What are all the areas in our business which needs to be managed, and who should take the lead on each area based on skills, competencies, and preference. So here, you will make a map, an organigram, maybe outlining all the areas. So that may include software development or product development, finance, sales and marketing, customer experience, business development. It may include many different things and for each You will decide who is more apt to run it. As already mentioned, it could be based on skills, but it could also be based on an area that you want to develop. For example, you want to develop in business development and maybe your business partner doesn't have the skills required and you decide that you will do it as an experience to develop those skills. You will also get clear on areas where you both want to be involved back to that business development. It's a very important part of business. So it could actually be an area that you agree to run together. So then you can have the conversation. How are we going to do this? The risk is that you both go off and do your own thing. But actually, how do we want to make this work? Are we defining the strategy together? And then maybe you can divide the tasks. There's so many ways you can do that. And I don't want to be prescriptive. As you will find your own way, What's really important here is to openly talk through it to avoid any possible gray areas. Question two, how are we getting involved in each other's areas of responsibilities and how do we take decisions together? Haha, decision. I've done a whole episode, which is the last one if you want to listen. And this question about how to get involved in each other's areas of responsibilities is equally important than the first one as what you don't want to happen is to define holes then go off and just do whatever you want with that area. You need to be accountable to each other. If you don't want accountability then you need to be in a solo business where you can take all your decisions. If it's more than you, if it's more than one, you need to be accountable to each other. And accountable doesn't mean reporting to each other and justifying what you do. It means working through together what's best for the business. It means accepting to be challenged without taking it personally. And when it comes to take decision together, what level of decision do I take in my lead areas? What decision I need to inform my partner? What decision should I consult my partner? You can plan for everything. And there will be times when maybe you'll feel out from a decision taken by your business partner. But the more clarity you get on how you want to work and do that, the better chance you give to your partnership. And finally, question three, how's our business evolve? How will we ensure our roles and responsibilities adapt accordingly? You can't answer the question of how it will evolve. You don't know yet but you can agree on a process to make sure it gets reviewed. The most logic forum, which comes in mind for me, is your annual review, for example, if you have one. This is a perfect time to review what went well, what didn't work, adapt the strategy, and then you can review the hold and responsibilities, and there's a context for it, which is what needs to be done and adapted to continue to grow the business. In conclusion, clear hold and responsibilities are not only essential, they are a critical foundation to your business partnership. Addressing this early can prevent future discord and set a strong course for your business. But not addressing it at all create gray areas, blurry boundaries, and almost every time lead to tension at a later stage in the partnership. So let me repeat the three questions for you if that's something you want to take to your next meeting with your business partner. Question one, what are all the areas in our business which need to be managed and who should take the lead on each area based on skills, competencies and preference? Question two, how are we getting involved in each other's area of responsibilities and how do we take decisions together? Question three, as our business evolve, how will we ensure our roles and responsibilities adapt accordingly? Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you're getting some value out of it. And I'll be back next week for the final episode of this series, as we'll be talking about how something deeply personal for one co-founder can derail the partnership. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The co founders Show. If you're currently experiencing tensions with your business partner and it's starting to impact your business or even your mental health, I can help you to overcome those tensions, reconnect and realign. Get in touch with me on LinkedIn or at delphine@coal.org. I can work with you as a team of co-founders or one-to-one if that's what you need right now. And finally, if you like this episode, I would be so grateful if you could give the podcast a five-star rating. Also, you can share it with other co-founders in your network who may learn from it. A bientôt!